This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's welcome in the Eagles uh, star center. Uh, just uh, in, in the midst of another incredible season, the team 10-1. and one. Of course, John Jason joins us every single week at this time. Sponsored by PDQ Signature Systems. If you're in the restaurant, hospitality, or casino business, you need a PDQ POS system. With PDQ POS, you'll sell more, earn more, and work less. If you want the best, trust PDQ POS. Visit pdqpos.com. All right, Jason Kelsey right now. Jason, congrats on 10-1. and 1. Look, you've been through two seasons in which you only won four games. You know this yeah. is rare air. This has to feel really great for you. Yeah, no, I mean, yes, we're pretty happy to be where we're at right now. Um, we put a lot of work into it. And, um, you know, it's a resilient team. And, yeah. and to be 10-1 right now is, is certainly – uh, extremely impressive in the last two years that we put together with uh, Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts have been, uh, you know, pretty darn good. It's incredible. It really is. Jason, some conversation on our show today about the fortuitous element versus the skill and, um, as you pointed out, mentally tough, physically tough element. I mean, listen, you guys have earned it. Let's make no bones yeah. about that. But, you know, there there have been some fortunate elements how how do you, particularly as a veteran, having pretty much seen it all at this point in your career, how do you, as you forge for the rest of the year, balance? We have the best record in football. You probably think you're the best team in football. I certainly think you do. Versus, yeah, but Kansas City's receiver could have caught the ball, and Dak Prescott, you know, maybe wouldn't have stepped out of balance the two years. Like, how how do you balance that that whole thing? Um. Well, uh, does it bother you to be asked that, Jason? No, it doesn't bother me. I think, I think, um, I think fans and I think people watching the game tend to look at specific plays as though those plays or those calls made the outcome. Um, you know, there are multiple times throughout the game for all of these teams that we've won to close these games out. Um, and part of that is them not getting it done or our defense doing a good job, however you want to look at that. That's but, right, yep. You know, we've capitalized. Luck is, you know, fortuitous luck, whatever you want to call it, is preparation meeting opportunity, right? Like, we're a really good team. Now, we haven't played our best football, so these games have been tight, and we play bad at times. But great teams find a way to win and find a way to close out games. And sometimes it looks lucky. I think that – I think both teams end up having fortune go their way throughout a game. Jason, typically, no, Jason. It's, it's a it, typically it's a pretty even amount. 
but I think that the teams that are more disciplined, yeah. well-coached, have better players, have better coaches, tend to have capitalize on those opportunities. Makes sense. And the yep. teams that don't, don't capitalize on them. I mean, the Bills are gifted a tipped interception in their area, right? They, they didn't capitalize in a high-pressure situation in overtime on a play into the touch into the end zone. So, yeah, you, know, you guys not, took advantage. I'm not crashing anybody. The Bills are a great team. I mean, Josh Allen was incredible. He extended multiple plays on third down. Mm-hmm. It was incredibly difficult. Um, but you know, I think that there is something to be said about the fact that you know when it matters most, it seems like uh, we, in particular, Jalen Hurts, um, execute. Yes. And take advantage of those opportunities. Another guy who took advantage of an opportunity, Jack Driscoll. How did he play at right tackle, Jason? He, he, oh, oh, sorry about that. Hold on. Um, I got it somehow. All right. Had my alarm going off. I hit the snooze button before this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So, uh, yeah, Jack played great. Jack, um, you know, whenever you have a backup going, especially a backup offensive lineman going in, you want somebody that's going to go in and you're not going to have to change drastically mm. who you are, what you're doing. And Jack allowed us to function as an offense seamlessly, really. I mean, he nobody's going to be Lane Johnson. I don't know that anybody in the NFL has been Lane Johnson over the past decade. So that's not the expectation, but the expectation um, is to go in there and, and, and get it done and to yeah. operate as a unit and to do it at a high level. And I think that um, he did a fantastic job this past Sunday. What the heck was going on with Jordan Phillips, their D tackle, going after Cam Jurgens? I mean, like going yeah, no. full speed, yeah. not backing off, just trying to crush them. What's the deal with that? Well, you know, I, I think um, the one play was a quarterback sneak. And, uh, you know, I think teams are really, you know, trying to stop that play. They talk about it all week. I'm sure they label it as some type of like, level of toughness to stop the play. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was bull at the time. I really did. And I I said so to the official on the field. I said, listen, I've been running that play a, long, a lot of years. Um, I have seen people jump off sides. He made zero effort to stop after yeah. he jumped off sides. Absolutely. He purposely, he purposely tried to hurt Cam Jurgens. He and did. I thought, it, I thought it should have been a personal foul, and I think he should be fine for that play. Now, I'm not going to comment on the rest of the game. There were things happening with the fans. I don't know what happened that got him that fired up, but I thought that play in particular was absolutely a disgrace that the NFL should not allow. I really yeah. do. And I'm not – I don't know Jordan Phillips. He might be the best guy in the world. Um, but that, in my opinion, the NFL needs to do something about him because yeah. that shouldn't be allowed in this game. Yep. At this level, I thought – and I thought the officials did not do a good job of officiating that play. I agree. I really did. That was I think a that, that was so clearly – not a offsides. That was a personal foul. Yeah. And it I, should have been stipulated right from that moment. And because they didn't call that, you saw things happen throughout. Jason, let's go even further inside the game. So near the very end of the game, obviously you have the, the, the flinches, false starts. And I know you said after the game you believe it was the correct call. It's about as, as slight a movement you can have, but yeah. technically, you know, in a legal action within the game, and they, they docked you five yards twice. Yeah. You made the point that part of that is the crowd was loud and it makes it hard. Let's have a public service announcement here on WIP. Should, no, I'm serious because I want to I want to help you guys. In yeah. your opinion, should the crowd be more quiet when you guys have the ball at home at the link? 
Um, well, there's there's no question that in, in a perfect scenario, there's not noise. Um, that is also not uh, a it's not a realistic thing. You know, the crowd's into it; they're fired up. We want crowd noise. We want the crowd to be excited. You know what I mean? And and we run into the situation occasionally. You know, after a big play, sometimes we'll try and go no huddle on the ball to take that momentum with us. And the crowd's still fired up because A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith or, you know, Swift or her, somebody made a huge play. And you go up on the ball and you want to go, but you're on cadence and it's loud. And sometimes you you, you mess up, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, two-minute situations, it was loud. I wouldn't say that it was overly loud. We operated fine up until that point. Um, I just think we need to do a, a better job. I, I need to do a better job, obviously. Um but it, it gets hard when either the rhythm gets held up or uh, there's there's noise. Um, I think that we can, I can do a much better job of just you know calming down, communicating, overstating things, and that'll help alleviate that stuff. Hey, Jason, with with 20 seconds left, you were headed into the locker room. Was that like superstition? Was that going to get retaped? Was that you just didn't want to didn't want to watch? No. You knew what was going to happen. No, I just had to take a leak. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, was, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, most of the time that happens on the sideline with you have to go that bad. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, I knew once Jake made the kick, I was going to have an opportunity for a couple minutes. So I went into that little, uh, game day locker room. type thing. <laughs> All right. Speaking yeah. of sort of that sort of thing, Jason and Jason Kelsey with us here on WIP, Jason, better nickname. And I'll give the PG 13 version. Um, Big Stick Nick or Big Snake Jake? <laughs> big Stick Nick or Big Snake Jake? Yeah, because um, I'm I'm done I with this. Go, he he, he makes a Jake or whatever. Whatever you, Big Snake yeah. Jake is his name. <laughs> I like Jake the Make more. Yeah, me too. So I'll go with Big Stick Nick. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, Jason. Let, let's flip it. Let's flip it to to the what's up ahead. This is. Let me, let me ask you this to start. Is this, in your opinion, from what you can remember, and you've been in the decade in the NFL now over, for, over more than a decade, is this the most anticipated non-end of the regular season, regular season game you can remember in your career? I would probably say that. Um, I think that, you know, obviously a lot of the, you know, quotes after the game and the offseason stuff has led to a, a, a – very heightened anticipation. Both teams are very good again. Um, you know, I think that this is probably, you know, outside of a Cowboys game, um, and we're going to see those guys right after this one. You know, it's 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 pretty pretty highly anticipated. How much did what they said last year in January, February, and March? How much did it bother you? And how much did you think that it was bad form by them? Um. How much did it bother me? Zero. Um, I think that they're frustrated. They they lost their quarterback very early in that game, and the game was not going to be a um, example of what that football team was. I recognize that. I think anybody who looks at it objectively can see why that would be frustrating. Um, and. You know, I'm not going to comment on form or anything like that. I think, you know, people handle these things however they handle them. I think that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's zero part of it to me matters. 
you know, the media stuff and people want to air grievances and whatnot. I, it is what it is. And what happened happened. And, you know, we ended up going to the Super Bowl because of circumstances and having a very good team. Um, you know, I, I don't, uh, I don't necessarily care, I guess. Well, not a care. I, I it, it doesn't, I don't take offense to anything. I'm, uh, very happy with the team that we had and what we played. And, you know, I, it's about all I can say to it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yep. I don't really, I certainly understand why they're frustrated. I understand that they were confident going into the game. So, um, and they didn't get to execute the things that they wanted to execute because of the circumstances. Um, they also shouldn't have a backup yeah. tight end block of Son Reddick. I'll say it. Because they, well, they made, yeah, the, they made know, the their Bills own. had a wide made receiver block Hassan Reddick last well, week. That you know was what? crazy. That, talk about playing with fire. That's playing with fire. Yeah. Well, I think that a lot of teams have tight ends block, defensive ends on play actions or whatnot. And yeah. even if you're to get beat, it's a highly unlikely chance that somebody's going to get hurt. That's true. I think that, you know, I think that they're – I think that their frustrations with the, losing their quarterback and not being able to function as an offense is very understandable. Um, but I don't know what else to say about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jason, how how uh, how good are the linebackers, Greenlaw and Fred Warner, and uh, how tough is that defense? Yeah, I mean, this is about as talented as the defense in the NFL. Um, they, they really don't have a weakness. Their front four... Their defensive line is fantastic across the board. Obviously, you know, Nick Bosa gets a lot of the praise, but inside it's about as two of a a great two duo in the NFL. I mean, Eric Armstead is a phenomenal player, long, strong, powerful. We know all about Javon Hargrave and the issues he can give people, especially in pass protection. Uh, Chase Young, they just signed over there. Maybe he can get, revitalize his career after some injuries in Washington, but at his best, he's a fantastic player. So and then at linebacker, yeah, Fred Warner, Jay Greenlaw, they run around, they make plays, they play fast, they're smart, they've been around for a while. So this is a very seasoned defense. This is a defense that's been playing together for the most part for a long time. Right. So they are very much on the same page. Um, they they pre- present a number of difficult situations, no doubt about it. Jason, it's a big one, man. Good luck to you on Sunday. And, uh, <laughs> Needless to say, the whole city's behind you. Good luck on Sunday. Thanks, Jason. All right. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, you got Jason. it, bud. There he is, Jason Kelsey.